0: Welcome to the Goal Circle, Australia's number one netball podcast. I'm your host, Nick Bleeker, and with me as always is Lou Top. Hello. Did that even come through? I don't even know if that together through. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Creepy man on the other ends. <laughs> uh, we are here to uh, discuss and dissect round three of the Suncorp Super Netball Series. How are you feeling this week? Like, Fucking great yeah. Am I allowed to say that yeah. Sorry well, i I At this point Like I think people are used To our expletives We've actually yep. kept it Expletive free For the, the last sassy gay years. shit Yeah it's great
1: uh, Yeah I The only one I'm disappointed with Was the Thunderbirds game Yeah But we'll I get got to, everything else We'll get to, Okay I smashed you Alright we get it You beat me in the tips And not only that Like I would just like to say, tooting my own horn, uh, my actual tips on what would actually happen were pretty spot on. Okay, all right,
0: we get it. You are a savant of nature. All right. <laughs> good lord. Uh yeah. Well, you did really Don't well with gamble. the tips. Don't <laughs> gamble. Don't gamble. Don't use my tips to gamble. That's not my fault. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get let's down get down to, bra- uh, to brass tacks. The uh, the Firebirds beating the Vixens fifty nine to fifty five for yeah. the first game. We're going to discuss today. This was um. A weird one. Yeah, I know because the Firebirds won three quarters. The Vixens came out pretty strong, but like, I don't know. They wore them down. It was pretty physical, and I feel mm. like the Firebirds. It was a grander. Yeah,
1: grinder. The, the Firebirds were really. They were bulldogs. It was a Logan punch bowl, if you Logan would. Logan punch bowl. Yeah,
0: well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's a perfectly good way of describing. It. I think my key takeaways from this is that I actually really liked the give and go. The Tippet and Aiken were. Showing this week It was a lot better than I've seen yeah. over the last And Tippett had a bit yeah. more shooting mm. range going on 90 from 22 That's a pretty good percentage And Aiken missing her usual sort of standard But she's regaining it and Rebound city
1: it. Did you know they're like top of the com- uh, competition For like second chance points That is on not the surprising. offensive Because Aiken is so like, tall So for every miss They're 50% They're going to reshoot it and score the- it
0: <laughs> <laughs> that that is not surprising. That's that is a really crazy start.
1: That's um, awesome.
0: But I don't know, I feel like there's a, a a really like a real ton of uncharacteristic errors from the Vixens. The Vixens play really good team ball and they they control the ball and we're going to talk about ball control over the course of the episode, but I feel like there's just a, yeah, there's a couple of things that just didn't really sit well for me for the Vixens. Like they they felt frustrated for most of the game, toward mainly towards the end as well because Laura and Tara Hinchcliffe did terrifically Whoa. defensively. And Gabby Simpson is just like, she's literally, I swear to God, every single week she comes out and proves why she's the best winged defense in the world.
1: Hinchcliffe, though, surely, like, she has to make, like, the, you know, the, like, out-of-fringe diamond squad? Yeah, like the, train, sure. the training Yeah, yeah, score, yeah. yeah. I'd be um, Like, she's curious, still young, no? but she should definitely, because she's 185, so yeah. she's not sure, But she's got, she had really good hands. There's a couple yeah. of possessions where...
0: Um, Liz Watson, who had an, again un- uncharacteristically not good game. She turned the ball like she turned the ball over twice or three times, breaking on off the transverse. And then there was a couple of really bum passes where she's tried to feed it into Philip on the uh, outer circle into Hinchcliffe's hands. And ability to read the play was just so good that it just it turned the ball over. I don't know. I just sort of looked at the Vixens and they played a bit sloppy, which is a bit weird. Weird, for me. yeah. Um, and Cumwender again, twenty nine from thirty three. Not... I mean, again, not a bad shooting clip, but she still is
1: not... Like, generally, she's usually missing one or two, not four. So... I mean, I I don't think shooting percentage really is what kills them. I think defensively from the Firebirds is really what yeah over them. Because you look at the deflections, Hinchcliffe five, intercepts three for Hinchcliffe. Like, she was all over this... Like, all over it, and then... You know, with Geitz backing her up and um, Simpson, they just, it was just hard to penetrate the attacking end. And I think, as we've spoken about before, the Vixens, what they do really well is their offense isn't complex, but they just hit their markers every single time and it's very fluid. And I felt like in this game, it just wasn't fluid. Yeah. Um, So I think. I think for them, um you know, if they're sort of using the same playbook as last year, I think some teams have sort of already got the scout on them a little bit, yeah, I feel like this isn't a bad loss for the vixens, no, I know that they lost three
0: quarters and lost the game, but when I look at the vixens in this, this just feels like an it just, honestly just feels like an off night, yeah, um, I look at the their squad and nothing's really changed. It's just Liz Watson turned the ball over a couple of times mid in the towards the middle of in the experience game experience almost, yeah. yeah, but like. Again, defensively the Firebirds just had their number from, from quarter two.
1: I think they're really they've actually honestly, like I'm obviously a Firebirds fan, but I think they've really surprised me this season. Yeah. Because they're just gritty. They're like a real scrapper team and I feel like they can really stick and grind down they're grinding down a lot of people. Yeah. Um, just with, you know, sort of basic simple stuff. Like none of none of their, you know, attacking end is really Anything crazy Or out of the ordinary It's exactly the same thing Get it into Aiken High balls That sort of stuff But it's just They've just got So much chemistry now That it's really hard to stop And it's really, defensively It's crazy
0: Yeah I mean it's really interesting You say that They've got the chemistry Because we were saying that About the Vixens last year mm. You know Where it was like The Vixens just were like Team chemistry Like yep. more than any other team To be completely honest mm. Like I know the Lightning Won the, the champ But like The Vixens to me Felt like the, gel- the Jealous squad mm. Um in my opinion. And I, I still think they are. I don't think this is, Like I said, I don't think this is a bad loss. No. I just think the Firebirds come out to play and defensively, that was the best game that they've played in... I honestly think that might be the best defensive game I've seen them play since ANZ Champ Finals.
1: Yeah. They were just, real bad last I, year. I honestly feel like if the Firebirds are within, you know, three goals and you're going into the fourth quarter, yeah, you're shitting yourself because... They're yeah. just going to grind you. They're going to get you. Like, you know, if you can, if you really can start well, and you know, break down the buffer and continue to build on that. Um, but if it's a close game, they just closes. Yeah, and I, Geitz is a closer.
0: It's really interesting as well, like that you mentioned, like the fact that there's experience. I think Guides experience, Aitken's experience, Tippett's, Simpsons, blah 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 blah. That does shine through when you look at the Vixen squad. They're they're a young team that does have quite a lot of experience representative and also together. Mm. But I think in terms of just general full-on experience, like everyone at the Firebirds has been there longer, especially like the defensive anchors in Simpson and Guides.
1: Oh, absolutely. So,
0: again, I don't think this is a bad loss for the Vixens. They're actually out of the top four, which is surprising, but that was because... The Firebirds has got seven I points think, off this game. I
1: think, though, that it's just going to be a weird season this season. With those extra bonus points, yeah. I think the ladder's just going to look really weird. And I think scrappy games like that, um, you know, the ladder's just going to be completely different. Because wins don't really matter. It's about winning every quarter.
0: Exactly. Which is... It's really interesting because you look at the ladder fluctuating. And, like, the Vixens and the Magpies were out of the, uh, out of the four... But you've got the the Swifts and the Firebirds, and the Giants are seven points behind the Fever. Like, and we'll get to the Giant. Why the Giants are so far behind now? Mm. But like, it's really I, honestly. I know we spoke last week about how the the introduction of skins, obviously getting the, your wins yeah, by yeah. a quarter, um, is a bit weird. But I feel like it is sort of a tipping point in terms of who's going to go where.
1: I I think. Like, I understand, obviously, the competition depth is so strong with teams where they could feel like another team based on benches. Um, but I also see it as potentially problematic because you're really not going to see as many changes as you could have, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not going to get as much rotation as maybe you would have got last season. Um, that
0: is true. I think it's hard because I'd say, yeah, like, Bryony Akel is really good with her rotations because she does like rotating her players. Um, but I don't know, I feel like having consistent lineups and we we've been saying this for the last couple of weeks about the Thunderbirds having consistent lineups is is, so is important. important and yeah. I think having all those subs and stuff I don't know, it's, it's should we it's get onto that
1: game we might as well. Yeah, I think we yeah, yeah, that's
0: that's pretty that's pretty good because Giants and Swifts. Um where were we talking about? Giants and Swift's. Yeah, that's oh what yeah, Giants and sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um the uh, the Swifts getting the win over the, the Giants, fifty five to fifty four. This was a terrific game, but this was a real scrappy game.
1: Mm. Um,
0: this this one felt like a real rivalry. Like mm. this felt like there was something like the There's Swifts were out to prove something. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Swifts They took it very seriously. Abso- oh, absolutely. Um I I really liked what I saw from the Swifts because it felt like this like felt like you, they were. Gonna it get... felt
1: like a second new team. You know how like last yeah. season they were kind of, they'd get in the position to win, and then for whatever reason they just wouldn't just turn the ball over. Couldn't. Yep. Couldn't. Whereas now they're like, no, we're not doing that. And I feel like after that win, after the Firebirds, when they got that, they just don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. I it's feel like just letting it, it go.
0: The Giants, to me, when I was watching them, towards the end in the third and the fourth quarters, it looked. It felt as though the Giants were. They were sitting there And they were just sort of screaming Like why won't you die Like why won't yeah. you just stop And the Swifts are like No And I know that The, the shooting percentages Across the board for this one Are actually pretty Not great um, The Swifts converted 55 out oh, of 63 92.
1: shots Oh For Harton. That's alright Oh yeah Harton's not 49. too bad But like Yeah no I know what you mean Everyone like, else is kind of
0: Yeah But I sort of look at How the Swifts have been playing And uh, this, Sophie
1: Garbin missed one That's pretty yeah. good but, I mean,
0: Garvin's just, like, <laughs> out of nowhere. She's like, not even amazing. that tall. No. Like, it's just the most random. She just holds, like, a brick wall. Yeah. Um, but, again, I really like... I, I do like the fight that I'm seeing from houseby She shot 23 from 27, which, you know... Eh. But, I mean, at the end of the day, there are a couple of possessions where she looked like she was going to fight for the ball. And I think that was what surprised the Giants. They didn't expect so much fight from the Swifts. and I, I feel like looking at like Maddie Proud who had a terrific game three intercepts she was all over the place but she was also feeding the ball really well at the circle Mm. too Um,
1: I think their mood court like has just really clicked I really like it
0: (laughs) they look good like they look really good and honestly I really genuinely enjoy watching the Swifts play now because they're just they're a young team they've got they've got fight in them that I've not seen probably well I say I'm not seen but the Vixens sort of had that last year, except they essentially won every single game. Mm. Um, but the Swifts said that sort of team where we were saying last year, like you said, they're on sort of this level where they're so close, but they just can't convert it. And yeah, now, like now, this particular win boom. is is huge, especially against a team as. And as you stacked know as me, as you I love it when Green loses. So I know. Oh God! Um, what, what what were the what were the key points for you from the Giants for this? Because I mean, obviously, we thought that the Giants... Well, I thought the Giants were going to win, um,
1: but I, I don't know what to take away from this. I feel like Look, they were I a honestly, bit too aggressive. I, I think I said this last time. I feel like you were dead on when you said, "When are these people going to die?" Because I felt like, um, was it? Did they play the Thunderbirds last week? Who are the, Giants? the Giants? Yes. Yeah. I feel like the biggest problem potentially for teams is if you get complacent, which I feel like they kind of did, like blowing out a team. And then the next week, like Swifts are like the last person you want to play against. And same with Firebirds because... They were just going to crawl... They're like, considered underdog, underdogs. Exactly. Yeah. And they're just going to be there... They'll be there till one second left on the clock. Like, they're not going to give up. <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly what they don't want. Because they pretty much have had somewhat of a bye week, you could almost call it, like a training match. I mean, they blew them out. Um,
0: Considerably.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, that, I think they had, didn't they have the fever the week before. Yeah. Well, yes. I mean,
0: like, the Thunderbirds have literally run into a brick wall of teams that yeah. are really good. Um,
1: yeah. So, I think, you know, it was kind of just... I said last week that I think they'd struggle because they are such a scrappy team and yeah. they've kind of got to be like, oh, shit, we're playing again. Like you, It's almost like you've had a week off. Yeah. yeah. No, no offence to the... Thunder no, fans. no. I, yeah. I, I feel
0: like... I, I understand where you're coming from because I feel like it's one of those things where it's like we were saying before the Vixens had an off night. I feel like the Giants had an off night but I also think that the Giants, to me, looking at this... They haven't scouted, and I feel like they've underestimated the switch. Absolutely, Swift
1: significantly. I 100% agree with that. They um, haven't done their homework, and they reset it bad. Like when you have such a huge blowout win, and I think Collingwood potentially are going to have this struggle this week. Yeah, um, you've really got to reset and go. No, you know we've got to ignore last week. You know, obviously everyone loves a blowout. You know, it's great when you're, everything's working, everything's clicking. Yeah, for sure. But then when you come against a team that's going to be that, you know, one second quicker, and they're going to get those balls that you know, no one got last week. Yeah. Then you've got to really reset and go, okay, we need to change this and this and this. And I just, I don't feel like they were very prepared. I
0: honestly, I, Awkward no, face. I, like, I don't think that's, I don't think that's a bad assessment. I think that's a good assessment. Like, mm. And I don't think that's an indictment of the Giants. No. All of the best teams, all of the most stacked teams in any league in the world have those nights. Well, it's like, Why did you lose to that team? Yeah. Um, Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Well, you know, don't get me. Don't get me sat on the playoffs. Um, but... I honestly feel like I would have liked to have seen Chrissy Bryce come in and see if her height maybe would have caused some problems for for Clow.
1: Yeah, I, I feel and like Eddie it's well. almost a little bit arrogance on that behalf that they didn't sort of try and change anything. If that mm. makes sense.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I do get Fitzgerald's idea of keeping with the same seven. I know we've talked about that, and that's been a constant over this over the over the course of the season and yeah. also obviously the com games as well. But like. Eddie and Clow look terrific as mm. defenders as well. Like, this whole Swifts to me, are the Vixens of last year at the moment. This could all change. Like They're Swiss all could... on the same page. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. I feel like the Giants... I think the Giants will regroup pretty nicely next yeah. uh, for this week. So. Shall we move on? Yes. Uh, let's discuss uh, the Magpies and the uh, the Thunderbirds. So, the Magpies getting their first win of the season. 70-50 to 50 over the Thunderbirds, which looked... Hmm...
1: Second quarter was
0: okay. Second quarter was great. I think the Thunderbirds actually looked really nice in the first and second quarters. Um, the Magpies won both, but the Thunderbirds kept it respectable. Uh, the, the Magpies won 17 to 13 in the first and then 15 to 14 in the second. Um,
1: okay, so my question to you is, yep. is what do you think about Mia Fowl and Hodges? Because that's obviously the position that they're kind of uncertain on. Um, I get Hodges' sort of wing attack feeding ability, but when it comes to the shot, it's just shaky as shit.
0: If I'm Dan Ryan I'm not I wish I was Because he's Very good looking Um,
1: Yeah he's a hot gay man For his age God
0: I I run Nelson at GS I run Meafout at GA Keep him there for the season I Hodges to the bench, maybe put her in wing attack if Pittman's having a bad game. Um,
1: actually, I didn't think of that. When you when you think about, um, so Pittman got the worst in the league for passes that were intercepted. Yes, There was um, an, oh,
0: what was that on the the Super Netball website, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I actually I never thought about that. Maybe they look at, you know, if you're going to bench anyone, Chuck yeah. Hodges in at wing attack because she's a really great feeder. Like I'll give her that. She just that shot is just shaky, and the defenders know it. They were just like, "Yeah, sure, hike it up." That
0: it's really interesting because the intercept pass thrown. So the players responsible. Chelsea Pittman's responsible for ten of the thirty that the Thunderbirds have committed over the last three games. That's That's one third. Yeah. Um, In saying that, Lightning are pretty close. Steph Woods thrown ten out of twenty eight. Yeah. Not surprising that those two are at the bottom of the ladder, um, but. The Thunderbirds, re- the- I think they lack a lot of discipline and ball control. It's so hard to assess. I know because like, give the Magpies credit. Thwaites shot amazing, fifty-five or fifty-seven. Aaron Bell did not. Um, but I mean that. Yeah. Um, I I really did like what I saw from Shani Layton. Like, it's just obviously Shani Layton's yeah. best game. Four intercepts. She looks. Like a force um,
1: Admittedly though Like I I don't know I, I struggled with the fact that After they sort of won They sort of carried on Like they'd won the championship Like admittedly High pressure stakes I, I still f- really feel for them Because there's a lot of pressure On their games But I just feel like guys Like This is not the world championship Can we just calm down um, Maybe a little bit more respectfully <laughs> Yeah And look at it sort of the way it is and the fact that this team is at the bottom of the ladder they've obviously got personnel issues in the fact that they've got two players which they contracted that are injured that cannot and play playing. and probably won't play for and the rest of the and who probably yeah. were starters um, you know Tuvati absolutely and Tuvartai would have given Leighton all sorts of problems yeah um, you know I, I, I don't like that I don't like Like, admittedly, you've got to take confidence. It's the first
0: win of the season, though.
1: I I agree with that. But I I just feel like it's complacent to be like, oh, we're the best in the world. And it's like, calm down, doll. Like, I get the first win, but it's kind of... It's almost expected that they should get that win. Like, with the amount of people they've got on their team, on paper, they should have this scoreline. This is... They're meeting sort of the criteria.
0: We did say last week that this was their game to lose. Like, if they lost this... Then I would be, if I was Magpies management, I would have been like, all right, we need to do something pretty drastic. Yeah. Whether it's firing the coach, whether it's,
1: I don't know, Look, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't doubt that this gives them momentum. I just, I sort of think that they need to be a little bit more realistic as well because they absolutely on paper, they, you know, if they won this competition, like no one is going to be surprised about that. Because I they would be have this the plays. Well, they have the players though. Like, yeah. Realistically, yeah. if they get on a roll and they start getting those wins, they have high-caliber players, and people would go, "Oh, okay, you know they have good players on their team." That's not something that's surprising. Um, but the fact they're in the position they're in um, is kind of surprising to me. <sighs> anyway, sorry, I really, rant over.
0: I really feel for the Thunderbirds. Yeah. Um, I mean, I did like what I saw from the uh, from the Magpies. Like, 70 points is, is, is not something to sniff at, but...
1: <sighs> Aaron Bell's still, like...
0: I'm, I think... I, I'm still going to give her a one or two game buffer before I'm like, okay, it's time yeah. to think. I think 15 from 21, it feels like a bit of an Aaron Bell stat line. She misses six shots. Ah... <sighs> <sighs> I don't know. It's so hard because, like, <clears throat> we we said this last year, and we said this year before. It, it's like a it's this weird sort of rotating thing that we talk about with the Thunderbirds. Their struggles. They're a young team. There's no cohesion. But at the end of the day, if I look at if I'm Dan Ryan and I'm selecting my starting seven, Nelson and Mia are my starting GS and GA. I put Pittman in for experience. If she if she turns the ball over once, she's off.
1: I wouldn't say once, but if she's getting to the half and she's not having a great game, I think they really have to look at changing it up. And and I think a lot of players um, have kind of had like Steph Woods a perfect example where I think they've just got a hangover from the Com games. Yeah, um,
0: that doesn't that wouldn't surprise
1: me. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. pretty much started what like a week or two later. Like, yeah, they haven't really had time. And Pittman was the starting. Yeah. Wing
0: two for the Roses every game.
1: And also, they would have had a month prep before that. So, yeah. she has been away. But, uh, yeah, I think they really need to sort that out as ASAP. They've got to work with what they've got. Yeah. I, I don't know. I He's sort of, super unlucky with injuries.
0: I know, honestly, because I will, I think this Thunderbird squad, and I, I know this is not a bad thing to say, but this Thunderbird squad is Obviously better having two of our tie in the squad. Yeah. She's the, she's experienced, she's good, she can hold the post. But and again, Eagles. there's that they, they've the oh my god. Um
1: Well you know she's back in Australia now because they've come back from Utah.
0: Yeah, but she's literally back over here for like six weeks before Joe's gotta go
1: out and start doing his thing. When? I don't know. No, isn't the season's over. Yeah, I know. But she's retired. I know, but I'd just be if I was Dan Ryan I'd be like, Hey, why are you here? Can you just play like five, <laughs> hey, six games? You, yeah. Hey, can you fill in for six weeks? Uh, she's fit as <laughs> F. I know, yeah, she's crazy. Like yeah. I have her on Instagram and I'm just like, Oh my god. She's just like You look like, fitter than when you left. Yeah. It's insane. I'd just be like, Girl, get on the court. I don't even care, just get on the court. Just play whatever position. Yeah. I, yeah. I think play G A, who cares? <laughs> well the thing
0: is the thing that worries me as well is the the Thunderbirds a lot of people were asking where two of Our Tai was and they confirm that there's no timeline for return, which is a concern. Um,
1: I feel really bad for her because that, that's. So like, do I. I really like her, and the phones so after over. Like, she, was, she was,
0: and she was great with the Pulse. I and mean, the Pulse last year didn't have a particularly great season, but she was great. Um, but in saying that, um, yeah, if I'm a Thunderbirds fan, that they're, you know, they're not making the finals. But, well, no. Um, but, but
1: I'd it. like to see them take off some teams. I would
0: like them to see a winner quarter. I, I, that sounds like a really mean thing to say, but I'd like to see them win a quarter, come out strong, even if it's the first quarter. You know, they lost the the, the first quarter to the Magpies, seventeen to thirteen. That's a winnable quarter.
1: Defensively, though, I feel like they're good. They are. Like the last, <laughs> yeah. the last few times, they had a lot. Of, they caused a lot of turnover ball, and just that attack end just did nothing with it. I, it's it's pretty frustrating to
0: watch because, like, you and I want to see like the teams that aren't so great do great. Yeah. You know? Like Underdog. it's nice to see like you don't want to see the ball just go Yeah, back and forth. I mean it's nice to see the Fever like smoking everyone, which we'll get to in just in a second. It's nice to see the Swift's getting the wins as well. Um but I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. I mean, it's a bro- we're a broken re- record at this point for the Thunderbirds. Um
1: Lightning Fever.
0: Yeah, the uh Fever beating the Lightning 56 to 55. This is This is a concern if I'm the Fever.
1: What? Yeah.
0: No. Are you kidding me? We kept them to fifty six.
1: Yeah, but I like. I still think they're a quality outfit. Oh, I think they're good. I think, yeah. I still think they're like. The I best think team they're the randomly call. good. See. Randomly uh, good. Randomly good. I okay. think the problem Lightning are going to have this season is consistency. I think they're going to have games like this where they get really hard, go really hard, and do really well, and then other games they're just going to go completely off the boil. I. Like, this is, for me, this is probably one of their best games so far.
0: I would put that down to Pretorius and Mentor. Because defensively, the Lightning looked locked
1: in. Yeah, and compared to, like, Fever is basically the best attacking end in the competition. absolutely. So, I think that's great for them. Um if I'm the fever, I'm not r- overly surprised about that. I don't know. I feel like mentor. Mentor's got everyone's number legit. at this point. Exactly. Yeah. Like she's
0: one. She's one of, if not the best. Defender. I was.
1: I would be expecting a fifth contest.
0: Well, I think it's really hard because, like the lightning.
1: You got to look at personnel matchups, though. Like I know. Courtney Bruce on Bassett. They're training partners with the Diamonds. They know each other's games. Like, this was always going to be a close game. Bruce played with Bassett.
0: Like, I mean, when I look at it, Fowler shot a low, 39 from forty-four. Um, Medhurst had to carry a bit more of the load, 17 from 21. Um, I honestly think that's good, though. I, I No, I'm not saying that's that's yeah. bad. I actually think that's good, giving Fowler a little bit of sort 65
1: of like... 65-a-game is a bit ridiculous.
0: It's insane. But if you foul a Fowler, it's like, <laughs> I don't care. But I look at Bassett from 33 from 39 and 22, and 25 from Wood. Ugh. Um, yeah, the attacking end was just really average for the Lightning. This is this game should have been a win. And oh, yeah, I look at I look at Mentor and Pretorius, and they've got length. They can read. They can adjust. And Tarua is
1: adjusting where she can. If you look at turnovers, bad pass. Six to one. Yeah. It's just... And like we said in the stats, like the
0: stats have Steph Wood leading just under Pittman with 10 throwaways for intercepts. I think like that's not good, especially for a goal attack. You're throwing away opportunities to score. Yeah. Um, and I think that might come down to com Games Hangover, but Steph Wood's I, had a couple, like two really good games. I just think it's, it's, it's just hard because, again... Actually, you know what? I'm not going to say it because I've said it for two weeks straight. I'm not going to say it again. Um, I don't know. I feel like I was a bit disappointed that Fowler got the MVP when Mentor should have. I think keeping Fowler to 39 shots on, but uh, 39 points off 44 is like pretty good. <laughs> yeah. But I look at the the Fever and Bruce and Francis played a great game. Bruce had six That's intercepts. Like, oh my god, seven
1: deflections,
0: incredible and. I look at Pretoria. She had four intercepts. Mentor had two intercepts. But uh, the thing is, there's just no conversion. And Bassett had a really uncharacteristically bad shooting game. thirty-two,
1: 39 I'm a little bit worried about Caitlin Bassett, actually. I feel like she's lost a bit of her mojo. Do you think... Think about this, right? So, she's playing her old team. Yep. Old team's top of the ladder with essentially the best shooter, shooter in the game. However, Caitlin Bassett, one would argue, is probably, has been the best shooter in the league for a long period of time. And I feel like for her, yeah. yep. I mean, she shot the winning goal for a world champs. Like, she's been a steady sort of person. I feel like, I don't know, I just feel for whatever reason this season, she hasn't got the mojo. It could be the downness from the Com games. Like, that's a huge chunk out of it but yeah I, I don't feel like she's as effective as she was last season and that could be because of the mid court
0: yeah that is true that is true just that mid court is still adjusting but I think at this point we're coming into round 4 if this midcourt isn't fully adjusted
1: I feel like her movement and stuff isn't yeah. as well as it could be
0: Um, I feel like if the Lightning don't win this week uh, their
1: final soaps are pretty much done do you think Nolene Tarua is going to potentially stick her hand up for Ferns then? If they don't have a successful season and sort of move
0: back? Well, they've re-signed her. How long did she resign? She's for? until the end of next year. Yeah, okay. If I'm the Lightning, the she one can do both, though. person... Oh, yeah, I know, because be she's amazing. I hope she gets the cap. Ferns job. She deserves it. She's literally the only person I want I, for the I ferns reckon, to coach.
1: I highly doubt that she wouldn't have like, a pull-out clause on that.
0: That wouldn't surprise me. That would disappoint me, because I think she's the best coach in the league, but that's also because I'm incredibly biased.
1: Yes, but I think a lot of the Silver Fern sort of review they're doing right now is going to state that half yeah. their players should be playing over here anyway.
0: Which they should be. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think if I'm the Lightning... I hold on to Toro for dear life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think I agree with that, but I just don't, I don't know if she'll be able to balance Ferns and...
0: That natural. is the, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a reason Lisa Ali does not coach league. She can put a system
1: Lake. in place similar to what they did with the steel, where when she moved over to Sanchenko, she put a system in place and yeah. basically the assistants ran that system.
0: It's so, it's so difficult. Um,
1: Anyway, we're probably slightly off topic. No,
0: that's all right. I I think... We'll get to the tips in a second, but I think when I look at the Lightning, as a fan, I'm not surprised that this isn't going well. It says a lot. If I'm a Fern selector, and if I'm any sort of team scout, it says a lot to me... About about the coach. About the coach, but also the fact that Laura Langman... Oh, absolutely! I know. I said I wouldn't, but the fact of the matter is, is that she is so she is so critical. There's
1: no way she should not be in that. No, and she's she is in the
0: nucleus. She's the nucleus of the midcourt, right? Mm. And everything revolves around her. Like the game orbits around her. That's why we won the championship last year. Yeah, because she was there. She's strong. She knows how to position herself. She knows how to pass properly. And I'm not saying that the midcourt is. There's just obviously inexperience in the Lightning midcourt that they're throwing away passes. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if we lose this week, which um, we'll get to in a sec, I think the season's done. Yeah. Exactly. I, I think just to be realistic. I probably,
1: yeah, I probably agree with that. Um, All right,
0: tips. Tips for round four. So, we've got the Giants and the Firebirds. The Giants are playing at
1: home. I'm going to say the Firebirds I'm, I'm a Firebirds fan.
0: I'm going to go the Giants. I feel like they're going to bounce back this week. but Probably. The Firebirds look real good. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Thunderbirds and the Vixens. Thunderbirds at home.
1: I'm going to say Vixens.
0: I'm going to go with the... Um, I'm going to play Devil's Advocate. I'm going to go with the Vixens as well. I can't see the Thunderbirds <laughs> winning this. I, I don't mean that as anything, but... Sorry, Dan Ryan. Um, the Fever and the Swifts. Fever playing at home. I'm going to go with the Fever on this one. Playing Them playing at home. They're tough to beat. When they're playing at home,
1: they're not going. Swifts aren't going to beat
0: them. Yeah, I'm with Magpies and Lightning. Magpies playing at home. I'm I'm going to say Lightning. Lightning. I like it.
1: I, I love uh, Collingwood
0: loss. This. I I look at this as uh, the Lightning's Uh, game to lose,
1: and I'm really excited about like a no handshake situation potentially, and a Maddie Robinson press release apologizing but not really apologizing fingers crossed oh my
0: god <laughs> Fing- Oh my god you're the <laughs> you're a shocker um this is the lightning's game to lose i think um yeah. but that magpie's midcourt concerns me as a lightning thing
1: <sighs> yeah but shiny can't do height so can she I has bassett? struggled with bassett in the past yeah um d- i think defensively it just neutralizes her yeah
0: I, um, I feel like if if steph wood can shoot like can miss like one or two shots if she if, sorry, I should say, if she only misses one to two shots, the Lightning win, in my opinion. Because you've got Bassett. Bassett's gonna bounce back. Steph Wood, I feel good about. Again, my literal concern is that midcourt is getting like it's it's the Lightning midcourt, which have one or two training partners against
1: Diamonds midcourt. <laughs> I honestly think Pretorius is gonna rip Aaron Bell a new <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, and that is going to be problems. And mentor on Thwaites is also going to be problems.
0: Yeah, it's almost that's true. I'm, I'm it's curious to see how the the Mentor plays that too. Now that well, I think about it, well, I think it.
1: it'll be no. It's gonna problems. be a good game. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be any problems at all. She's going to shut her the hell down. I think. I feel pre- like that's going to happen.
0: Um, yeah, I feel Ooh, like Collingwood are
1: a flow team. So if the tide you is against them... You can disrupt that, yeah. Yeah, they really struggle to yeah. go, oh, what do we do now? Yeah. Um, so I think that's potentially problems, And I think Kimi Rav, um, as much as she should clean up this entire midcourt for whatever reason, she's as much as a quiet centre is means she's a good centre, I feel like... Yeah.
0: That's fair. That's yeah. fair. I think this will be the game of the of the weekend for me barring some sort oh, of absolutely. blowout yeah alright that'll do us for this week thank Boom, you so much bang. for listening guys um, as always you can get us on gmail the circle at gmail.com if you have any questions feedback or anything send, send us a your message team. send no, us your, don't, yeah well I mean you can but just don't make it weird <laughs> um, and get us on Apple Podcasts give us your ratings and thanks for listening um, I'm not going to mention the Twitter feed because we don't use it so who cares um, but uh, we'll be back we're back at some point next week um, I know this is super late Sloppy. because we just have to record late in the week these days we're too busy We're We're too, too We are We are actually digging. You had an
1: opening Of a show last night Yeah I know Because you're too famous
0: Yeah I know I'm, just, I'm way too famous Anyway guys Thank you so much for listening We'll catch you next week
1: Bye